Welcome to our time of just sitting at the feet of Jesus as we continue to hear him speak to us uh, and now through his word. And I would like to uh, invite um, my dear sister Sharon as she brings uh, the word of God to us or she recites the word of God to us this morning. Karibu. Thank you. Good morning, church. My name is Sharon, and I will be reciting Zechariah chapter 13, verse 9. This third I will bring into the fire. I will refine them like silver and test them like gold. They will call on my name, and I will answer them. I will say, they are my people, and they will say, the Lord is our God. That is the word of the Lord. Amen. And now it's time to hear the word of God, and I'm privileged this morning to introduce... Uh, the former chair of the Elders Court, Dr. Bernada Seto, and uh, Benta Aseto prayed for us in the morning, uh, but he will introduce uh, her the more karibu sana. Let us pray. We thank you for your servant this morning, our God and our Father, and we pray as he bring your word to us, would you use him, Lord? Would you minister through him, Jehovah God? As you minister to him, you minister to us this morning. May he, we hear your voice in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Karibu. Amen. 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 And praise the Lord. Amen. Good morning, Nairobi Baptist Church. Ongata Rongai. And praise the Lord. Amen. I would like to take this opportunity to welcome all of you who are watching the service online on the YouTube platform from the comfort of your home, the comfort of your car, or even the comfort of your office. Karibuni sana. I'd also like to thank Nairobi Baptist Church, Ongata Rongai, Reverend Kasimu and Reverend Irene for giving me this opportunity to share that that the Lord has put in my heart and for facilitating this session. This is actually the second time I've been invited to Nairobi Baptist Church on Gatarungai this year. The last time was when Benta, my wife, and I were guest speakers at the launch of the couple's ministry at this church in February 2021. So it is indeed a pleasure to be back here, albeit the new normal that we continue to go through as through the pandemic. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, we want to invite you into this place. And as we invite you, we pray that you visit each and every home and each and every heart of each and everyone who is listening to me at this moment. I pray in the name of Jesus that you'll use me as a vessel that you'll speak through me as I step aside and you take my place and speak to your people in a way that only you can. We pray that each and every word that I speak shall honor and glorify your name and lift up your name, Heavenly Father, as the King of kings and the Lord of lords, knowing and recognizing that there is no God but you, that the word that will be spoken will not be just information, but will be used to transform those who listen, Heavenly Father. That there will be a change, Heavenly Father. There will be a revelation today, Heavenly Father, through you, as I worship you and as I praise you 
through your word. Because it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. As you've been told, uh, the topic for today's sermon is the fire that refines. But before I go into the subject matter of today, that is Zechariah 13.9, I'll do a short recap of Zechariah 13, 7 and 8 that you were taken through last Sunday by Reverend Irene Kusojo. And in summary, five major points were picked. The first point is a good shepherd will be born. The second point is a good shepherd will be struck on the cross. The third point is the strike shall scatter the sheep according to God's plan. And that is the remnant that has been read to us uh, in the scriptural verse by Sharon. And the scattered shall accomplish God's purpose. And the final point is the scattered shall be called to ministry. So based on the text of Zechariah 13.9, I would like us, people of God, to take home three points that I'd like to suggest to you as I meditated and as I prayed over this text on the message from Zechariah 13.9. The first is reconciliation with the Lord. The second is restoration of our spirituality. And the third and final point is renewal of our spiritual lives. So we have reconciliation with the Lord, restoration of our spirituality, and the third and final point is renewal of our spiritual lives. So reconciliation with the Lord. If you look at uh, Zechariah 13 verse 9, I've called it part 1, states that this third I will bring into the fire. I will refine them like silver and test them like gold. The third who have been described in the Zechariah 13.9, also called the remnant, or also called the scattered, represents the faithful among the Jews then, during the time of Zechariah, and the Christian church gathered now out of the nations in the present day, who will be brought into the refiner's fire to be refined like silver and tested like gold by the Lord. So the Lord through the Holy Spirit is a refiner's fire. A refiner's fire does not destroy indiscriminately like a forest fire. A refiner's fire does not consume completely like the fire of an incinerator. A refiner's fire refines, it purifies, it melts down the bar of silver or gold, separating out the impurities that ruin its value 
burns them up and leaves the silver and gold intact. I would also like to suggest to you that refiner's fire is not a physical fire. Rather, it's a higher vibrational reflection of a physical fire. It's something that God has availed to us, to each one of us, through the Holy Spirit, to cleanse and purify our emotions, mental state, and even our physical being. The refiner's fire is the fire of knowledge, the deeper meaning, the deeper mind within us, burning like a fireplace, consuming our errors and our pain, purifying us, blessing, and guiding us. This is what the Lord takes us through as we seek reconciliation with him. We seek a complete transformation of mind, body, and soul as we go through the refiner's fire. And this transformation will end up with us beginning the process of reconciliation with the Lord. So through the refiner's fire, we are purified. Through the refiner's fire, we are blessed. Through the refiner's fire, we are purified and blessed. Brothers and sisters, you might be going through a situation or situations as a believer or even as a non-believer and you have at this point, you have reached a point that you doubt that God is still on the throne. Things are tough. Things are not going your way. You feel that God is too far. God is too busy taking care of other things. He is not hearing your prayers. God has forgotten you. God has forgotten me. Where is the God that I knew and I believed and trusted in? And the relevance of it all today is that God uses the heat and ravishes of life to purify us into a pure picture of him. I repeat that God uses the heat and ravishes of life to purify us into a pure picture of him. The struggles of life refine us to his image. The challenges of life apply a cleansing heat to pride, a cleansing heat to greed, a cleansing heat to hate, a cleansing heat to bad attitudes, and a cleansing heat to selfishness. This holy heat through the refiner's fire is applied with purpose for God's glory and for our good, God seeks the refinement of our hearts. He wants to purify us from the inside out, making us into his image and likeliness. It is, however, important to note that it is God's desire to refine us. But it is our choice whether we want to be refined or not. It is our choice whether we want to be refined or not. What is your choice? I may ask. You who is watching me online, on the YouTube channel, what is your choice today? So having passed through the refiner's fire, 
The process of reconciliation with the Lord has begun. Through your brokenness or my brokenness or our brokenness, through our submission to him and his word, through the repentance of our sins and acceptance of Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we are free from the bondage of sin. Through our brokenness and submission to him and his word, through the repentance of our sins, and acceptance of Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we are free from the bondage of sin. Hallelujah. I would like to take this opportunity to encourage you that God has a plan. God has a plan. God has a good plan for us. And it is a good plan because he is God. You see, the Lord will purify you. He will refine you. He will test you because you are of value to him. And you have accepted him. You are a remnant. You are scattered in his house. Part of the scattered in his house. The spiritual people of God, those of his church, go through trials to produce patience and a perfected character as reflected in James 1, 2 to 4. That says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Because you know the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Not lacking anything. Not lacking anything. So the process is painful, but the end is you will not lack anything. Your faith will be tested and increased. You will have produced perseverance, and you allow perseverance to finish its work so that you may be mature and complete. Not lacking anything. So the Lord wants to reconcile with his people so that we will be at peace with him at all times, irrespective of what is happening around us, irrespective of the pandemic, irrespective of the lack of finances, irrespective of death going around us, irrespective of what is happening around us, we will be at peace with him at all times, irrespective of what is happening around us. The burden of fear, the weight of worry, and the entanglement of anxiety will have been defeated in Jesus' name, irrespective of the issues and tribulations going around us, irrespective of the issues and tribulations going around us, we shall not worry, we shall not be anxious, and we shall not be fearful. Glory to God. So through our repentance of our sins and forgiveness of our sins by the Lord Jesus Christ, there is reconciliation with the Lord. 
Point number two, restoration of our spirituality. Zechariah verse, uh, chapter 9, verse 9, uh, chapter 13, verse 9, part 2, I call it, says, They will call on my name, and I will answer them. The hope that we have in the Lord after we go through reconciliation with the Lord ensures that we have restoration of our spirituality and our relationship with the Lord. The restoration of our spirituality and relationship with the Lord will be such that when we commune with the Lord in prayer or through his word, the Holy Spirit will speak to us and tell us the inner things of the Lord. The things unseen and hidden shall be revealed to us because we are restored in the Lord. We will then be able to call on his name and he will answer you. We will have restored our body. We will have restored our mind. We will have restored our heart. We will have restored our soul with the Lord. We will have aligned ourselves with the Lord and restored that which belongs to him. We, the remnants, we, the believers, we, the third of the world, will have aligned ourselves with the Lord and restored that which belongs to him. The refiner's fire, refining and testing, will have gone through with the Lord, through with the Lord, will not have been in vain. Whatever we'll have gone through will not be in vain. What a peaceful and solemn place to be, knowing that you are right with the Lord in all ways spiritually, that you will be able to praise him, you'll be able to honor him, you'll be able to worship the Lord in everything that you do and everywhere that you go, with the assurance that you are restored of the Lord. The Lord will have found a home in your heart and created in you a clean and pure heart. Isn't it consoling to know that when we call on to the Lord, he will answer and he'll tell you great and unsearchable things that you did not know. Jeremiah 33, 3. Praise the Lord. I pray that all of us shall be reconciled and restored of the Lord. Point number three, renewal of our spiritual lives. Finally, Zechariah chapter 13, verse 9, I call it part 3, says that I will say they are my people, and they will say the Lord is our God. Once we are reconciled of the Lord, and subsequently restored of the Lord, as a people of the Lord, we are now renewed of the Lord. We go through a season of spiritual renewal, a period of significant change, noticeable change, that even people who knew you, who knew us before we knew the Lord and see us after we've accepted the Lord, now realize that something has happened, something has changed, something is definitely different with you. We have changed, we are at peace with everyone and everything, but mostly with the Lord. We believe that Romans 8 to 8 is speaking to us and we know that God works all things together for the good of those who love him who are called according to his purpose. 
Without spiritual renewal, we are dead to sin, to our sins. Without spiritual renewal, we are separated from God. Spiritual renewal brings us back to life. When we decide to follow Christ, we are transformed into a new creation. We are renewed. God wants us to be renewed by being transformed through his son. Ultimately, God wants us to make everything new. He wants to make everything new in us, including us. With the barrier of sin now broken, God recognizes us as his people. And we recognize him as our Lord. Psalm 103, verse 3 to 4, says that as a new creation, God forgives our sins, redeems our lives, crowns us with love and compassion, and satisfies our desires with good things. Beyond this, God makes an incredible promise to us. Revelation 21.3 says, I heard a loud voice from the throne. It said, look, God now makes his home with his people. He will live with them. They will be his people. And God himself will be with them and be their God. Isn't it amazing? The ultimate benefit of spiritual renewal is spending eternity with God. And that is what we live for. Spending eternity with God. And as I close, I don't know where you are at the moment, emotionally. I don't know where you are psychologically. I don't know where you are mentally, financially, and even spiritually. You could be sitting at home or in the car or even in the office at this time and you're wondering, how can I be reconciled with the Lord? How can I be restored of the Lord? How do I get this spiritual renewal? You are saying that I am tired of the life I'm living. I need a change. Life has hit me hard. I want to encourage you at this time that the Lord is our hope. He is the one who reconciles. He is the one who restores. And he is the one who offers you spiritual renewal. He is all you and I need. I want to encourage you that the Lord is waiting for you to accept him as your Lord and Savior. And telling you to come. 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 He's telling you to come. He's telling you to come. The Lord is encouraging you to go through the tests, through the trials, through the tribulations that you're going through, that he allows for your good and for his glory. The Lord is saying, come, come, come. I'm encouraging you to come to the Lord who is able to make that which looks impossible, possible. Come to the Lord who is mighty and powerful. Come to the Lord who is an infinite God. Come to the God who is a way maker. He is a miracle worker. He is a promise keeper. Come to him with all your weaknesses, with all your problems, with all your worries, with all your cares. Come to him as you are with your sins, with your iniquities, with your transgressions, with your temptations, with your trials. 
Come! 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 Accept him now. Accept him now. Accept him now and he'll receive you with open arms. Accept his ways and it will be well with you. Since he will make your paths straight. My prayer is that at all times we will seek to be reconciled. We will will seek to be restored of the Lord and renewed of the Lord for his glory. For his glory and for our good. As we fix our gaze on him who is able, the author and the perfecter of our faith. And at this time I want to pray for those who know him and those who don't alike. That there is hope in the Lord. That the Lord is all you need. It doesn't matter where you are at the moment in life. It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter what you've done in the past. It doesn't matter what you're doing now. It doesn't matter about your mental state. The Lord is ready to restore you, to reconcile with you, and to renew you. Heavenly Father, we come to you with our weaknesses. We come to you with our iniquities, our transgressions. We come to you, Heavenly Father, with our failings. We have wronged you in so many ways. And I pray in the name of Jesus that as we confess of our iniquities, our transgressions, and our sins, you'll find it in our heart to forgive us. As we repent, Heavenly Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that the refiner's fire will do its work to test, Heavenly Father, and to take us through a refining process because you are able, you're worthy, and you're faithful. I commit, Heavenly Father, each and every family watching me and watching the service today that there will be transformation in their lives. There will be renewal in their lives. There will be restoration in their lives as you intercede and intervene at this time. That, Heavenly Father, there will be renewal and change, Heavenly Father, going forward. There will be a people who seek your heart, seek your mind, and seek your face. That they will not fear, Heavenly Father, that whatever they go through is your good plan for them. They will not say that, God, you have forgotten me. But they will say that I am going through the refiner's fire for my good and for your glory. I am going through the refiner's fire for your good and my glory and your glory. That, Heavenly Father, you'll take charge and take control. Heavenly Father, we pray that you show yourself strong at this time. Visit each and every home at this time. Visit each and every heart at this time. That, Heavenly Father, you will come through for them in their difficulties. You will come through for them, Heavenly Father, in a way that only you can. As we worship you and as we praise you. We thank you, Jesus. Because it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless Amen. you. Amen. Amen. Can we celebrate the word of God that has come today to give us hope and to encourage us, the refiner's fire. Thank you so much, Elder Seto, for bringing the word of God in a very powerful way and in a way that is very transforming. I pray that we will take time to reflect 
on the word of God and the powerful prayers that have been prayed to us today. And we allow the word of God to just sink in and to speak to us and to come and refine us in a very powerful way. We have come to the end of our service today. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for always being here. We celebrate you. We pray that would you share, uh, share our service. This is an opportunity we can share our service. So you can share the link with many others of your friends, of your family members, so that they may be able to just meet with the Lord today and interact as they listen to the word of God and the service that has been there today. And the Lord will bless you. So kindly stand, even if you are at home, uh, kindly stand. Uh, if you are not able to stand, just raise your hands to the Lord. Uh, raise your hearts to him as we bring our service to a close. Therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord you labor, your labor is not in vain. And may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, so that the power, the Holy Spirit, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. And may the blessing of the Lord God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be with you now and forevermore. Amen, amen. Kindly share the words of the grace with the people who are around you. If you are alone, share with confidence. Uh, Pastor Koti, we see you. Uh, share with confidence the words of grace with yourself. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. The Lord bless you. Have a beautiful week. We celebrate you.